1: we're done guys <laughs> yeah like right now it's like they're starting to be uh not very nice um, <laughs> yeah, uh, again
0: like we said in our first hour uh we are oh my god i just opened my can and it didn't
1: open what do i do what do i do Screwdriver, <laughs> driver bam I'm alive. I don't have
0: a screwdriver.
1: Um, Uh, Next drink. Um, (laughs) um,
0: Uh. So yeah, so so Don will be catching up with us shortly. But for this hour, we are actually having on Trevor Gordon uh, from Epilepsy South Central Ontario, which is one of the charities. So again, do not forget to donate. That's what this is all for. Uh, So here I am. I'm going to welcome on uh, Trevor. Uh, So yeah. Hello, Trevor.
2: Hi. Good morning. Good afternoon, everyone. Good
0: <laughs> whatever time afternoon, it is, yeah. I don't know. Time has been no anymore officially. Oh I guess <laughs> we've done this for a couple three hours already, guys. We're do fifth of the way there. I don't know something like that. <laughs>
2: do you mind if I said something real off the off the top? Off here? For, Go for
1: you it. want to say, it. it's good for uh, you.
2: I uh, I watched several podcasts. I listened to several podcasts. I've been part of several podcasts, but I can't say. I mean, I've learned so much in the past two hours on this (laughs) podcast that I feel that I've ever learned at any other – I know how to do my makeup now. I think I know about, you know, particular dating habits. I'm trying to be professional in my segment. But, I mean, I wouldn't mind. I would understand. I think my boss would understand if you want to give up my hour to extend that previous conversation a little bit longer. Because it was
1: really – important
0: <laughs> uh, again reminder to everyone we are an explicit podcast this is why i made this 18 plus uh you know we'll be a little bit more professional for trevor's segment but you know the conversation goes where it goes like you know uh <laughs> our money is good that's <laughs> you know, all that matters
2: <laughs> it was just good insight i mean i'm in a happy relationship but me and my girlfriend are going to do santa claus photos at the mall so it was just uh interesting insight before we do that photo op with Mrs. Claus
1: you know Panta. Yeah. Panta <laughs> to be as, right? Yeah.
2: Yes, uh, yeah, thank you for having me.
0: Of course. Uh for uh, I just want to point out that when uh that Trevor has been on our podcast uh two other times. So of course, make sure to uh check out those episodes. Um so yeah, Trevor, welcome on. Uh we're we're very happy. This is all live, so I'm gonna Keep an eye on the chat. So, chat. if you have any questions about epilepsy or supports in Ontario, feel free to put them there because we will answer them.
2: And as promised, um, I wanted to show my tree off. Uh, I mean.
0: Yeah. It's so pretty. Like, you know. I just brought it in from the living room.
1: <laughs> I don't it. even have it. I'm just, like, hiding my wall. Like, so you can't see my dogs or my room. Like, that's how best of I am for you guys is I just, like. Hard work. Yeah, that was all all for real. (laughs) Uh,
0: So, yeah, so um, I actually uh, wrote up um, my personal uh, experience with uh, my son and his epilepsy and everything like that. Um, And and that just got posted recently on um, uh, the Epilepsy South Central Ontario website, which is awesome. I really appreciate that opportunity to share our story uh, out there.
2: Let me turn the table to on you. How did it feel doing that 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 uh, assignment or that project? How did it feel doing that?
0: It was really, uh, I guess, like, weird. Like, being able to, uh, like, trying to condense almost, like, years of kind of what's been going on and what led to this, what that led to this. And then almost, like, you forget. You forget that, like, oh, yeah, we've been through all of this. Like, this is so much to, like – try to talk about but like it when it's your life it's like it's almost like desensitizing until you go back to focus on it and i was like oh yeah oh my gosh that's so much like it's 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 a lot it's 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 a family disease like it affects everyone in your life you know that's why we need to share our stories
2: did it give you maybe even a sense of relief? That not to say that you're not afraid to uh, talk about the story, but you can now say, "Hey, well, you know what? Go to the website, read the story there. It's there." Not to, say, of course, you can always talk about it in person, but now it's like, "Hey, you know what? I wrote that story. You can check it out there, and it, you know."
0: Yeah, no, it's it's such a great, um, especially because it's like it's written. So it's almost like, uh, you know, the way I tell the story can change over time by my how I'm feeling that day even. Um, But now that it's like written there more uh, permanent, almost, it's like this. This is how it is. So, yeah,
2: we, we started this campaign just because one in 100 Canadians have epilepsy. I, I say this until I'm blue in the face. This is not. Uh, a rare condition, a rare disease. This is, it might be a hidden disease, but it's not a rare disease. Over 300,000 Canadians have epilepsy, but it's just one of those diseases that for whatever reason, uh, people just don't talk about it. So you being kind enough to write your story, I'm trying to get as many people to share their story, whether it be in written form or in video form, you were kind enough to do both we're just trying to get as many stories out there. Um, every story is different and that's sort of the campaign that we're doing on our epilepsy, org website. We want these stories to get put out there that this is not a secret over 300,000 Canadians <laughs> have epilepsy.
0: Like, and I, and I, I, I don't know if you guys remember like Degrassi junior high. <laughs> <laughs> but they did have one episode on there, uh, because the the one girl has epilepsy, and of course they only show the one type of seizure, tonic clonic's, uh, that were grand malls back then, um, and that kind of thing. And like I remember seeing that, going, oh my gosh, like anyone could have epilepsy. But I didn't even. From then, it's like you you never see other types of seizures really in the media. Besides the the big ones, you know, and it's, it's so that's one reason I was missed in my son for so long because I I didn't know about it. Maybe if I had of known about different types of seizures, I would have recognized it earlier. You know, like that's a question I always get in my head. Like if I had of known, if I had of you know, and I feel like other people can relate to that too.
2: And I appreciate that you're doing this all this fun and great effort to fundraise, but I also want to remind you there's many ways to help us even for free. So. Contact your local landmark wherever you are in the world and make sure that they make it purple for purple day on March 26. you know. Contact your local politician and simply ask them this question, why isn't epilepsy government funded? So we appreciate donations, but we also understand not everyone, you know, might have money to make a donation, but we appreciate ways of helping with creating the awareness. Even if you yourself don't have epilepsy, even if you don't know someone has epilepsy, we need your help and your uh, energy to help spread this uh, awareness out there.
0: Yeah. Uh, we actually just got a comment. Uh, I was in a relationship with someone who has epilepsy and it was so all encompassing. However, it also exposed me to a different kind of care for another person, like being more present and paying more attention to what makes a person who they are so that you can notice the sudden shifts and changes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That, that is a really good, uh, good point. It's always interesting to hear the relationship aspect of, uh, of epilepsy because, also, that's we can bring up just because you were at our family and youth conference. And what's good about that is because, as you know, epilepsy affects everyone, <laughs> the partner, the, the sister, the brother, the aunt, the uncle. So, um, you know, I appreciate hearing that, that perspective from the partner side of it. It's just, you know, it, it's not easy, but I know um, it's appreciated when you get that support
0: yeah like you know like i always worry about that like you know my about my son like i always worry that like in the future like what if no one's there or no one knows what to look for or no one knows the first aid or no one knows what you know it's always like those kind of questions so even like bringing out that um the awareness of it it's like this is what to do if someone has a seizure you know what i mean like that that kind of thing
2: i i've said this before i'll say it again people with epilepsy are the strongest people I know. And Mm -hmm. I know some people will say that sounds like a a movie line or something, but I've been around, I mean, in my job, I I see seizures every day. You never get 100% used to it, but I I think I'm more comfortable, if you can say comfortable with it, um, than maybe the average person. But when I've helped people when they're having a seizure in front of me and you know I'm doing all the right things, pushing things out of the way, putting a pillow if it's available underneath the person's head. And when the person comes to, many, many, many times they've said, Trevor, are you okay? They're asking me, the person with epilepsy, after they've had a seizure, am I okay? Because this is part of their life. They're used Mm -hmm. to it. They're actually more many people with epilepsy are more concerned about the caregiver, you know, and what yeah. they're doing to help them. And I'm just like, I'm fine. I'm, you know, I'm okay. Thank you for asking. But you know, are you okay? And it's <laughs> kind of like, this is just like breathing. It's part of their life.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I sorry. My cat is not wanting to stay inside my room.
1: Oh, yes, I hear you. Yes, and I just want to say, like, your organization has been amazing. Not this just is live, Ontario, everyone, <laughs> not, not just in Ontario, but the Epilepsy Organizations in Canada. Uh, so, Trevor, uh, last, like, the beginning of the year, you direct like I was having issues and you directed me to um epilepsy here in the New Brunswick area and who to contact there um and they were absolutely amazing they helped advocate for my child to get care uh, in our province because uh, we didn't have like a family doctor and no one would refer us so they and they referred us to like this amazing doctor and um it, it like it had didn't it was not again why education is so important it wasn't epilepsy like the hospital the OR the emergency room said it was um it's uh psychological uh, a way to disassociate so I think education for all uh just doctors also in anyone in the health area because part of our
0: story <laughs> is our doctor misdiagnosed it as tics for two years Like that. There's like,
1: but even that. Even the medical (laughs) professionals are not educated enough, and I feel like that's why writing, even if you can't donate money, like writing to politicians as often as you can to say, "Hey, like this is important because, like, it's another way to support because there's so much misdiagnosing and missing the actual. Epilepsy and seizures. Uh, Thank you to Trevor also and (laughs) fellow epilepsy uh, centers who can.
0: Uh, Someone did put a question. They just said, um, you know, has a discovery been made to understand why or how epilepsy occurs? Because their ex had a sudden occurrence at 18 years old that got worse with age while the sister Um, had uh, epilepsy as a young adult and then never had epilepsy. And I feel like if you have a brain, you can have a seizure. So that's part of, you know, it can be genetic. It can be a bunch of things. It can be head injury. It can be, there's a million reasons that can lead to it. But um, yeah, that's, epilepsy is just having seizures without, you know, you don't necessarily know the cause sometimes. I mean, most seizures, I feel like they don't know the cause. I feel like that's the percentage. It's
2: it's an ongoing, uh, you know, Research like that's that's the thing. It's not an easy short answer, unfortunately, but yeah, it can be caused by, by many things and uh, There are 24 epilepsy agencies across Canada. So whoever um, Whoever can hear this here in Canada. There's something there's an organization called the Canadian Epilepsy Alliance and it's the umbrella of all the agencies across Canada if you are looking for support in your part of Canada you can just go to that website if you live in the US, there's the Epilepsy Foundation and they have many, many organizations across the US. You can contact them. Again, this I, I can't speak for the whole world, but I'm assuming if you just take <laughs> the word epilepsy and put your country beside it, you hopefully will find something. But for sure, I can speak on the US and Canada. There, there is many organizations there and they're there to help you um, in any way possible. But again, they, these eight organizations are offering programs and services for free. Um, so we need the help. We rely on, you know, fundraisers. We rely on the odd grant that we get here and there. We um, rely or appreciate when there's great people like yourselves here that do these type of fundraisers, third-party events. So we appreciate that. But we're asking the government um, for funding, you know. Yeah. Ontario specifically, in Ontario specifically, <laughs> in Ontario specifically and the budget that we submitted to the government, it's all in black and white on PLS Ontario's website if you ever want to look at it. We're asking the government for three million dollars. Uh, we've been told that's considered finding five dollars in your couch, by the way.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. <laughs> like, I mean, considering all the things uh the Ford government has defunded, uh, I feel like that money should be found anywhere. Uh it's not, it's it's not a lot. 3 million dollars in a government budget. It is not uh for a medical thing. Like I you know, we have we're supposed to have universal health care. Um and like whenever I explain to people that yeah, epilepsy like besides like a hospital visit or your neurology appointment, which is hard to get in the first place, that's all out of pocket. Your meds can be out of pocket uh, if you're over the age of 25 and don't have insurance, like it, it, for the country that's known for universal health care, it's not very universal.
2: <laughs> and part of the reason for our ask, by the way, is actually to save the taxpayers' money. That, that, that money <laughs> yeah. to fund 14 epilepsy agencies, by the way. It's not to fund one agency. In Ontario alone, there's 14 epilepsy organizations. With that 3 million, we're hoping to increase the staff so that we can offer more programs and services, again, free of charge to people living with epilepsy. But the most important piece that we've talked about is education. Telling people that you don't have to call 911 every time someone has a seizure. So, we're actually trying to help so that the emergency uh, room is not filled up with people that just have had a seizure when there's actually people in the emergency room for other reasons, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because a lot of people don't realize that. Like, of course, like if. You have no epilepsy experience, and you see someone have a seizure, call the ambulance. Like, sure. But, like, again, uh, you know, a lot of seizures don't require an ambulance call. It's usually only if it's like the first seizure. Or it's lasted longer than five minutes, or they hit their head or something on the way down or that kind of thing. You know, most of the time, if it's someone that's living with epilepsy, they know what to expect. They'll come out of it. It's just making sure they're not choking, making sure they're in a safe space, making uh, uh, my son has myoclonic seizures. Those don't require any first aid. You know, they just happen.
2: So I was choking, I apologize. <laughs> That's
0: okay. <laughs> it
1: like, was like dude like first I, 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 choking.
2: I, 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 I appreciate the mute button on here and I was coughing just as you were talking about choking. So I appreciated that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, like um, uh, uh, Epilepsy South Central Ontario has a TikTok page, an Instagram, a Facebook. So be sure to follow them all there and share their content. They do education like Mondays where they post uh, information every Monday about different things, uh, especially serious uh, conversations like SUDEP that people don't talk about enough, I feel like. Uh, But uh, I was on there to talk about how you uh, don't put anything in someone's mouth when they're having a seizure. They're not going to swallow the tongue. I promise.
2: Yeah. Can I'm we probably. talk about that? Actually, yeah, can everyone it. like, I mean, I, again, we learned from <laughs> how to put makeup on and uh, that was great. Helpful tool. Um, I now know how to do my makeup now because <laughs> of that. Like, can we all try right now to swallow our tongue?
1: Yeah, <laughs> Good. Like, I
2: understand you can bite your tongue. I can understand, you know, we can stick our tongue out, but we, <laughs> it's impossible to swallow your tongue. So when you see somebody having a seizure, you don't need to put something in their mouth to prevent them from swallowing their tongue. Yes, they might bite it, but they're not going to swallow their tongue. I promise you.
0: We promise. So, yeah, it actually it's more dangerous if you put something in their mouth. So don't don't do that. You've learned a little bit, guys. I hope you all appreciate it.
2: And Jessica came into our office and she did many, many recordings that I have in my bank of archive of video that that will come out in the next few weeks or early in the next new year. But she did some great um, clips for our little uh, documentary that will probably be playing at our Purple Gala. But she also was kind enough to do some TikTok videos And you can tell that she has a bit of experience doing this because she was a one take wonder. Every time, (laughs) nailed it.
1: There was a couple
0: times I'd get into my own head and I'd be like, "Okay, let's just do it again. Go, (laughs) just
2: go." Oh, it was it was it, it was great. So I mean, I appreciate that, and this is what we're looking for. Again, we appreciate donations through this podcast or through our website. But again, I we I realize that money can be tight and that not everyone can make a donation. But I mean, help us with maybe using your social media platforms to bring attention to why epilepsy should be spoken about. Help out with if you know someone that has epilepsy to you know have them share their story, or if you have epilepsy, share your story. Like the stories and getting them out there and creating awareness. You can't put a like a dollar value to that. You know so. As much as we want the donations and we appreciate the donations, we we want the awareness.
0: Yeah, and I just want to add that, like Epilepsy South Central Ontario, like has been such a great resource for like me and my son. Like, um, uh, my son, uh, like we've gone to, uh, we got to spend time in the Blue Jays care building so my son got to go see a baseball game um and stuff like that we got to go to the family and youth conference where my son got to meet other kids that like have epilepsy um he was part of uh, they also run a day camp that uh he was also a part of when he was younger so he got to witness other kids have seizures which I feel like when you have seizures you don't get to witness yourself and I feel like that's almost like um such a great uh I I mean, I feel bad. Obviously, there's other people having seizures, but it's it's great for someone else to be able to witness that, especially because um, my son was bullied a lot for his seizures. So it was great for him to almost like be able to be on the other side and see and kind of like get that gauge of like what's happening and what's, you know, that kind of thing. And it's just such a there's so many great resources and they do all that without government funding. Can you imagine what they would do with (laughs) like it's a lot, you know? Has
2: your son been to a Blue Jay game prior to that game?
0: No. I think that was his first and only.
2: Can we talk about that the first time he's ever been to a Blue Jay game, he got to go to a box and he got to meet Ace. It only Mm -hmm. goes down from here.
0: (laughs) I know. We can't take him to a regular game anymore. He'll be, like, confined. he would be like, I need to walk around. I need to move. (laughs) It's like, sorry, you're stuck in the seat. His first Uh... (laughs) Blue
2: Jay experience was getting to meet the Ace, the Jays mascot being getting fed for free having a bathroom right convenient close to everyone uh, you know there was games there was, yeah, there was
0: activities he got bored of the baseball game so he went and did coloring pages for a bit and stuff like it was a, such an amazing experience he had like the we have the foam finger from epilepsy south central ontario with 1 in 100 you know it was such a great experience so yeah like if you're in southern ontario and you know anyone with epilepsy definitely point them to this resource and donate when you can Donate either to us for a chance to win prizes. Donate to them directly if you want the tax receipt, especially. So, yeah, like uh, and share. And like I said, every Monday they post uh, information, which I always try to like reshare, retweet, and stuff like that because you never know who's looking.
2: Your Christmas tree and my Christmas tree remind me that gifts need gift wrapping. And our CEO David Charcellis, who Jessica you have met, he is awesome he's the best gift wrapper i know he is uh going to be doing gift wrapping at shoppers world in brampton carly smith who you've met jessica is at square one in mississauga doing gift wrap as well as of course hard-working volunteers for many of the schools here in the in our coverage area and if you need your gift wrap and you happen to be in brampton or you happen to be in mississauga please bring your gifts And 100% of those donations are going to our Sunny Days Camp. Sunny Days Camp is a camp for children living with epilepsy. And and with Sunny Days Camp, it's not a camp just for the person that has epilepsy. You have a brother, you have a sister, a cousin. They're more than welcome to come to that camp as well. I find with a lot of camps that are specific to a condition or a disease, it's only for that person we realize epilepsy affects the whole family. We want that to be, we don't want to isolate the one person we want everyone <laughs> to feel that they can come to that. So that's what it's called gift wrap for epilepsy. Come to that mall, the malls in your area. And uh, we, we, we would love to wrap your gifts. That's,
1: yeah. that's a great cause. Like, like even like, uh, like autism is more affects us. And it's only they only allow children with newer diagnosis. Like even like so, once you know one of your kids have a diagnosis, you can easily tell the rest. Uh, but it's often only one child, but like it's ten thousand dollars for me to get the rest. <laughs> like, um, you think like an organization would like put that like into consideration. And so with for the epilepsy being like, okay, so this affects your siblings. As well, you, although differently, uh, everyone should be included. It's a family bonding. This is a family experience, even though it's the one person who is experiencing it. It is the whole family, and I think that's absolutely amazing that that's being taken into consideration.
0: Yeah, no, it it it, it was amazing. I mean, it was the first time my son got to like meet other people with other disabilities because generally, like epilepsy, isn't just like a one off. There's very like epi- you you can just have epilepsy mm-hmm. um but there's a lot of people that there's a lot of illnesses that are comorbid with epilepsy a lot of diseases a lot of uh, neurodivergence is very um comorbid with epilepsy so like i think the first time my son even got to talk to like autistic people was when he went to Sunny Days, you know, because they also had epilepsy, and uh, it turns out he's also autistic, and you know he got, a, you know, he we figured that out um, via these other diagnoses. But it was, yeah, I think it's it's, it's always great to me when um, kids can experience other people's living situations. You know, if you never yeah, they need they, disabled people, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, kids need to learn by seeing and living that experience. Like adults, sure, can just be told something just because we know how to process information better. But children need to live it to be able to understand that. Oh, I'm not alone. There's other people like this. Or oh, look at these people whose lives are like this. Like, how can I support them? Like, children won't learn by just getting information. They need to live it.
2: No, Jessica, no. can I shut out your son for a second? You're yeah, probably, of course. You're probably biased. You probably love him, not <laughs> a million percent. But there was a couple of times where, you know, I was running around during that family and youth conference. And I mean, I tried my hardest to always be in a good mood and not be tired and not, you know, because, you know, I want to be happy. And, but there was a couple of times where I was feeling blah and down and your son like cheered me up so many times. (laughs) I was sitting like at a park bench. I never had a chance to tell you this, Jessica, but we were, it was around the rock climbing or not the, the, the ropes and the climbing. And I was just sitting on a bench and your son was just sitting there and, he was just like, so how's it going? He was just talking to me. I'm like, he's what? such
0: a great kid. Yeah. He didn't he didn't want to do the climbing. So he was sitting
1: there, so He was like, hey, oh, I, okay, I can have a that,
2: I appreciate it. we don't force anyone to do things they don't want to do. And he's allowed to enjoy the conference how he wants to enjoy it. And I just appreciated having someone to actually just sit and have a chat with. And he 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 initiated the conversation. And I just I liked it. And he he cheered me up.
0: He is such a great uh linguistics like he has such a great grasp on dialogue that when he talks he uses he tries to use like the word you know bigger words than other kids his age I feel like um at least that's what the teachers say. <laughs> so yeah, no, that's amazing. Um uh, the pictures we actually used in the story were from uh Purple Day. I don't know if you could grasp that. <laughs> um, we kind of went during the daytime. So we have the, in Hamilton, Ontario, we have the giant Hamilton sign that lights up purple on purple day, which if you don't know, that's for epilepsy awareness. Um, and one, one year of uh, the year, I think we first got his diagnosis. We actually went and we took photos there. It was kind of daytime because we had a baby and everything like that. So you can't quite fully see the purple at its best, but uh, it was, it was amazing. Like, um, so, uh, yeah, I just wanted to let you know if you're uh, you have a landmark in your area, let them know and light up purple for Purple Day because uh, it's great for any photo
2: op.
1: Can you say that day <laughs> again? Like it, so so, Yeah, like so
2: it. March is Epilepsy Awareness Month in Canada and mm-hmm. then Purple Day is on March 26th, which is a date the whole world celebrates if you're in the epilepsy community jessica could probably vouch for this there's so many different dates that yes. even for me it's just a little it's a little confusing a little overwhelming but i know epilepsy awareness month is in november in the u.s canada's march well at least with march 26th that's the one date i think we all agree on is purple day and cassidy megan who is sort of like our celebrity in the epilepsy community she started that date when she was eight years old and it's, it's the whole world. So landmarks all over the world get lit purple for purple day. So we need your help. You have a landmark in your area. I can help if you need help. I can give you all the, the press releases, all the wording, but just contact your local landmark and ask them if they can light their landmark purple yeah
0: if you let us know we can post we can post that on all our social medias and everything like that give people easy access to like how to how to get that started in their local area if they don't have that yet my son's birthday is actually five days before purple day so it was just like perfect timing i guess
2: (laughs) um i like to pose a question into the chat room if, if if everyone's listening has anyone heard of a myth about epilepsy What myths have you heard about epilepsy? We've talked about one that, you know, about your tongue. But I'm just curious. If if there's not any, that's good. But I always hear one myth. If you've heard a myth, put it in the chat. And I'd love to discuss it with the the, the time that we have left. Um, But myths frustrate me. But it also at least teaches encourages a teachable teachable moment.
1: It's a good jumping off point. Yeah. The biggest myth I you always hear is flashing lights will always trigger a seizure.
2: 4%. And that's like one of
1: the rare, yeah, it's like.
2: Yeah, 4%. I mean, we appreciate when there are warnings put ahead of movies and and commercials or on social media. We appreciate that there is that warning if you happen to have that type of epilepsy that type of seizure but it is only four percent of people living with epilepsy are affected by flashing lights and not everyone is affected by the same the four percent that are affected it's not the same for everyone some people can still go to a concert some people can still watch the super bowl halftime show you know what i mean so <laughs> yeah. again it's we really appreciate when movies like our dicks uh, the, uh, disney and all these different Uh, You know, organizations, you know, offer the warnings. But again, it's four percent.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, like, my son has a very um, photosensitive epilepsy, but he get like he he can play video games. He can watch movies like that's not it. Like his is so photosensitive that even lights um, shining through like branches like that flickering can set him off sometimes. Uh, not so much like his video games and stuff. So whenever I'm like telling teachers, it's like, no, 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 he can watch this. Like it's not <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I have to explain it uh, every, every time. I mean, one of my um, one of the things I hate that is likely is starting to lessen is when um, a lot of people thought uh, like a lot of people called them fits. Um, and that kind of thing, a lot of people thought it was a moral failing, even as, uh, recently, uh, as like, I think last year, some like priest or something got in trouble for like trying to summon the demon out of someone that had epilepsy. It's like, no dude, they, they need a doctor.
2: (laughs) So yeah, that's a good one. I've heard that for sure. Um, oh, we
0: got a myth. Uh, people yes. with epilepsy will smell burnt toast or some other odd odor before a seizure hits.
2: Uh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, <laughs> I mean, you might you get auras, um, and I, Jessica, you could probably obviously speak with experience about your son, but uh, I, I haven't heard that. And if if that's happened, maybe that's a. a Coincidence, I've not. I've that's yeah, that's
1: yeah. We saw the commercials growing up. The like warning, oh, if it's burnt toast, you're about to have a seizure. Catch them. (laughs) And that's again, that's along the side
0: of this is just from my research because that was a Canadian heritage moment. (laughs) Yeah, I did the one of the first like brain things while the woman was awake, so they could touch the parts to figure out where the seizure was happening where she smelled burnt toast but it is it's an aura so like some people will smell burnt toast some people will feel a certain way some people will get tingles some people will get like your aura is different it's not always burnt toast
2: that's what I mean. I guess that's what I mean by the myth. Like it's like if there's no black and white, like everyone has their aura in different ways, but to kind of say you are for sure going to smell birth toast or <laughs> your dog is for sure sure going to bark or like, you know, like it's, it's not. And so back to your point about the fit terminology in the epilepsy community is a, such a huge pet peeve of mine. And that could be a, a segment in itself to talk about the terminology. I mean, my uh, full disclosure: I myself do not have epilepsy, but I would never define a person as uh, with epilepsy and call them epileptic. If you have epilepsy and you want to say you're epileptic, I would not stop you from saying that. But to me, epilepsy does not define you. Um, I would say you're a person with epilepsy, or I would just say, "What's your actual name?" <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I
1: mean like, yeah. like
2: I. I you don't say someone with cancer is cancerous, right? So yeah,
1: uh, <laughs> just like, Hey, person.
2: A <laughs> but yeah, I would love to. I could send you um, for a future post, just terminology and, yeah. uh, and the epilepsy community. Cause um, I know many people that are have epilepsy get actually quite offended when you call them epileptic. Epileptic is, is to define the actual condition, the disease. It's not something that you say a person is.
0: I feel like people get confused because like,, um, I'll say autistic, like someone is like someone's autistic because I view that as a, as a neurodivergence. It's the way your brain is. It's the way you are. It's who you are as a person. It's part of you, versus someone with epilepsy, it's an illness, It's something that affects you and in a certain way. So it's like, I could be an autistic person with epilepsy. You know, it's kind. Of, so I feel like a lot of people like uh, with person first language, like it varies depending on what it is. And also people can self-define however they want to self-define. But, yeah, yeah, I'm the same way. I would say my autistic son has epilepsy. You sure. know, like it's it's very it's very. uh Yeah. And and my biggest pet peeve is when doctors I'm talking to use terms like grand mal and petite mal. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, I'm like your doctor-, doctor. Doctors <laughs> are people. Like we say a lot on our show that uh, we find that doctors are people who failed upwards. It's annoying. It's frustrating. And I, I feel so bad for parents who keep getting pushed around, pushed aside, uh, for any type of diagnosis. And the again, the misdiagnosis of. Uh, seizures or the not diagnosing. Uh, for the longest time, my husband, my son was not diagnosed with uh, ASD. It was, oh, he might be having seizures. Uh, so again, like there's that's a pediatrician saying these things. Like you specialize in finding uh, issues with children. So it again, all there needs to be so much more education and advocacy for epilepsy and the work you guys are doing. Uh, So this really important fundraising we're doing now, please donate. If you don't want to donate to us, donate to epilepsy directly. Uh, Or if you can't donate money at the moment, just spread the word, share links, follow them on social media and share whatever information they're sharing with you. Mm
2: -hmm. You know what my problem is with the internet? (laughs) Continue. I, mean, I love the internet because, look, it's bringing us all together and it, it makes this the fuel to make this podcast work. If we didn't have internet, this would not be possible. True. The problem <laughs> is I mean, terminology, things change, but you know what happens? The old information sits on the internet. So. Mm-hmm. If- I mean, grand mal seizure, as you touched on, Jessica, is still kicking around. When you Google what epilepsy is, sometimes you see a million different definitions of what epilepsy is. For me, I think I have a little bit of OCD, and it's probably good for my nature, my role, being media communications and all that. But. I would just, it bothers me, it frustrates me if I was told by a neurologist that you've been diagnosed with epilepsy and then you go to Google doctor, Dr. Google, and you start looking about epilepsy and you see a hundred different wrong, outdated information. And I don't like to put age to things. I'm not a young. (laughs) myself.
1: (laughs) We're
0: not young either. Don't worry about it. I feel
2: like there are (laughs) neurologists out there that don't want to learn new information. I feel what you might have a, someone straight out of university and knows all the latest things. And then you have a neurologist that's been doing it for 50 plus years. And they're telling someone with epilepsy, Oh, you have grand mal. So it's, If I have epilepsy and you're being told by a neurologist what you have, you know, or that epilepsy isn't considered a disease and all these things, education is key. Yeah, it's it's
0: all tonic-clonic, and petite mal is actually absences, so like they they yeah, there's different and there's myoclonic, there's a million different, there's like 20 plus different types of like seizure terms. Um, so yeah, so definitely look that up. There's focal, there's generalized, those are different focal sp- specific parts of the brain. Generalized is the whole brain. If you have one type of generalized seizure, you're more likely to have more absences and clonics are uh, generalized, so if you have one, you're more likely to have the other. Uh, you know, they, there's so much. There's so much information.
2: <laughs> I mean, there's over 40 types of... You know, yeah, 40. 40 types, yeah. So, you know, so it's 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 not just the ones that you see in movies or TV shows, you know? And uh, it, I mean, there, there's one particular... Uh, you know, there's some seizures where you're, I mean, everyone thinks of the ones you're just shaking on the ground. I mean there's many where you just stop talking. It's like the best way I can describe It's like when you're watching a movie and you put it on pause <laughs> and then you hit play again, you know? So it's, it, it's- that's
0: what I say with my son's seizures. I would say, um, imagine it like you're, uh, talking to someone through a broken phone because his will only last for a couple seconds. So he might be in and then out and then in and then out. So like, imagine you're talking to someone through broken communication. That's what he's getting right now when he's going through it. So you might have to repeat yourself, you know, like,
2: epilepsy shop One <laughs> to talk about.
0: <laughs> yeah the commercial's been playing every hour so uh,
2: that, and it's been great and, by the way, I love all the other commercials on there, too. I've watched it a few times around, and it's like, uh, yeah, I mean, of course, I'm going to be biased and say I like ours the best, but
1: uh,
2: <laughs> a lot of those commercials have been really fun to watch. Like,
1: yeah, a uh, few of them are from our guests coming up as well, Gray's Tap Room, Sledgehammer yeah. Horror, Two Cent Critic.. Uh, uh, part time gamer, part time gamer, yeah. So, yeah. these amazing uh, people we've like got to interact with too throughout our podcasting, and uh, we're so grateful for them to be coming on Life show. and Death on the Rim. I do a well. yeah. uh, voice <laughs> act to Gurner in that series. So, uh, yeah, um, I do
0: want to point out, hold on, let me,
2: yeah, bring this it up. Shirt, show, yeah, I'll bring it up. It. Yeah. So yeah, we started Epilepsy Shop in 20 November 2020 and we started it because we were frustrated with when you would google epilepsy merchandise the money was never going to actually epilepsy organizations. So we started this organization November 2020 and 100% of the proceeds from any shirt that you buy it goes to actual epilepsy organizations. And what you see here with Jessica's holding, we love purple, <laughs> but there's other colors out there that will be- <laughs> there's other
0: there. colors. They donated this uh to the cause. So we are we are very, very appreciative. So thank you so much. And I love this, like my brain can do anything. <laughs> so yeah.
2: If you do want to go on the website and make a purchase uh, at the checkout, uh, you can use a discount code called 007. It's a win-win. One, it'll save you the tax. We don't like paying tax. So using the code will mean that you'll save 15% at checkout. And then the other plus is using that code means that the money 100% will go to our organization being epilepsy South Central Ontario. Full disclosure, there are just other discount codes to benefit other FLSC organizations. So you can go on the website, you can click on About, and you'll see all the organizations uh, and all their codes. So we encourage you to use 007 Mm -hmm. so it comes to us, but you can make a choice on whatever organization you want that to go to.
0: Yeah, I put it scrolling in the uh, the little banner there so people can easily remember. Uh, And yeah, like they have tons. My favorite, uh, I think I'm gonna buy one of the hoodies that says "Screw Epilepsy" with the big screw on it. I I love that one. That's uh.
2: That one's pretty cool
0: <laughs> but they have lots of great designs on there so. so that
2: shirt by the way is the controversial shirt on our <laughs> website so- <laughs>
0: no wonder i like it <laughs> i'm a lush
2: <laughs> but, well, I, I bring that up because we've gotten some you know feedback saying oh why that shirt and you know why create that message but full disclosure guess what shirt is the number one seller on our website <laughs> It's like when say, people said the spice girls were horrible they were like the number one band in how in a certain period right
1: right so, do not talk bad about the spice Girls.
2: <laughs> it would be like that group where no one said that they ever watched the spice girls but yet they were you know doing quite well no one everyone says that that shirt is so horrible and it's a negative shirt but it's the number one seller but that being said if you don't want to have that type of message There are shirts like Dear Epilepsy, there's Purple Warrior, there's I Love Somebody With Epilepsy, Um, there's, you know, My Brain Can Do Anything. So if you don't feel like sending that (laughs) negative message, so to speak, of saying that you don't feel like saying screw epilepsy, there are positive messaging on the website as well. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, Yeah, if you're you're not not like us, if you don't like controversy, you have other options. (laughs)
2: I mean, we, we, we did want to say another thing instead of saying screw epilepsy, but we decided to keep with uh, a little more on on the safer side of it.
1: A, a little
0: child-friendly. <laughs> <laughs> Not too controversial, just enough. You know, I like the imagery because it has like a screw. You know, I, I yeah. think that's, I was like, oh, yeah, like I like that. You know, that's that's pretty cool. It's, it's better than just like the purple ribbon, you know? Mm-hmm you got the uh, screw the purple ribbon everything together it's a, it's a lot it's a lot more interesting i think
2: <laughs> um, our ceo david kind of threw an an idea our way last week or the week before maybe instead of uh, like something like control episode, uh, help control epilepsy and maybe have like a remote control or something like a like a controller you know, if people have ideas in the chat about a shirt, we're open.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, let us know. Like, you know, you could be marketing for, you know, be good ideas. Lots of good ideas. Yeah, uh, we, I'm we sure someone will get up on
1: ours, too. We're just like, yeah, oh, market, is, it. market <laughs> it. We're always just like, ah, this is a great idea. That's well, a great we've story. never been
2: afraid to give a, a free shirt out uh, if someone gives us a good idea. A lot of times people have sent us really, really good ideas and, they send us an idea. We we give them a shirt um, for their help. We give them the first shirt off the, off the, the, the what do you call it? The conveyor belt, so to speak.
0: Yeah. Uh, I just want to say the Pro- produce stand podcast just said like one, uh, they're a Canadian podcast. And they said once they had a guest on a podcast that had a seizure while they were recording, but it was a scary moment because it happened on zoom. And because the guest was in the U S they felt powerless to help. Um, sometimes, Seizures just happen. Uh, If this person has epilepsy, then they probably just went through it. You know, that's just sometimes that's just part of the epilepsy. It's really scary to watch your first seizure. But after that, uh, once you get kind of used to it, it's just it's just part of normal life for them. So, you know, you just kind of as the person just watching, you got the easy part. (laughs) It might not be easy, but
2: (laughs) Whereas my brain during that when I was reading that was like, did that get recorded? Can we use that? Can we send that to the neurologist? (laughs) Right? (laughs) That's how my marketing thinks is that that person that got that um, had the seizure probably is like, oh, can we hopefully that was recorded so I could show it to my neurologist? You know? So it's true. There's people get scared with that. I would actually turn that into a positive that that actually helps create more awareness.
0: Uh, I don't know if epilepsy and narcolepsy are related in any way. Uh, someone's just asking in the chat. Um, they both have the EPSI thing. So I'm sure that probably means like brain.
2: Um, yeah. uh, so- I, I, I can admit when I don't know something and I that stumps me and I'm not going to pretend to even know the answer to that. I would encourage them to talk to a neurologist or a doctor for yeah. that one. Or you can call the office and we can put Carly <laughs> on the spot with that one. Um, but I I don't think there's a connection. But please do not quote me on that. Other
0: than that, it's the same organ, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Carly is amazing as well. She also works at Epilepsy South Central Ontario and has also been on an episode of our podcast with Trevor. So highly recommend you guys check out those episodes. We are ending up on the last two minutes, Trevor. So if there's anything else you want to say, now is the time to do it.
2: Well, first of all, I want to thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for giving us this platform you did it last year and you're doing it this year thank you so much please sign me up for next year please um but more importantly i want to just say thank you to everyone even if you can't donate just help us spread the word that epilepsy is not a rare disease it's over 300,000 canadians have it and we do not get government funding so if you yourself can't donate you yourself can't fundraise create a fundraising page so others can maybe help help Spread the word in in, in any way possible
0: thank you so much and again you'll see the epilepsy shop commercial during our commercial break but don't forget to use discount code 007 make sure to if you have any local landmarks in your area make sure to message them let them know that march twenty sixth is purple day worldwide and if they can light it up a little purple that that helps spread awareness links are all in the description uh to the shop and to epilepsy south central ontario where you can read my personal story uh And uh, my experience with epilepsy. Uh, So thank you again so much, Trevor. Uh,
1: We appreciate you having uh, come on and we'll see you again next year.
2: Right.
0: Thank
1: you. Thank you. And any episode throughout the year, if you want to come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm (laughs) sure we'll
0: we'll probably have them on in March near uh, purple day. Yes. That'd be wonderful. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) See ya. Bye